It's a great day to live for Jesus. This is the In the Word podcast with Pastor Mike Grover, a chapter-by-chapter devotional journey through the New Testament where we will browse the background, discover the doctrine, and practice the principles of God's Word for us today. As I was reading our chapter, John 16, it reminded me of an old Hee Haw skit, a TV show that was on years ago. And one of the skits they would do was between Archie Campbell and Roy Clark. One of them would begin by telling him some news, some really bad news, and they'd reply with, oh, that's bad. And he'd say, no, that's good. And he'd tell him something good that came out of it. And then he'd reply, well, that's good. And he'd say, well, no, that's bad. And he would tell him something that bad that would come out of it. In our chapter today, Jesus begins with some really, really bad news. He says in verse 1, These things have I spoken to you, that you should not be offended. They shall put you out of the synagogues. The time comes that whoever kills you will think that he does God's service. And these things will they do to you, because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you, that when the time shall come, you may remember that I told you of them. And these things I said not to you at the beginning, because I was with you. But now I go my way to him that sent me, and none of you ask me where I'm going. But because I've said these things, sorrow has filled your heart. So Jesus begins this chapter with some really, really bad news. He's going away from them. They are going to be kicked out of the synagogues. People are going to want to kill them. And he's like, I didn't tell you this before because I was with you, but now I'm going away. And I want to tell you because when it happens, I don't want you to be surprised. What bad news for these disciples. They've been following Christ for three years. He's about to be crucified in the morning. He's going away from them. Their life after he leaves is going to be filled with difficulty. It's going to be filled with hardship. And you say, man, that's bad. No, that's good. Because when you get to the end of the chapter, in the very last verse, Jesus says, be of good cheer. So how do you go from the first verse of the chapter telling you how bad things are going Till when you get to the end, he says, These things have I spoken to you, that in me you might have peace. In the world you will have trouble or tribulation, but be of good cheer, I have overcome the world. So he begins the chapter with really bad news. He ends the chapter by telling his followers really good news, that be of good cheer. So how can such bad news produce cheer? How can bad news be good news? That's kind of my thought for this morning. Well, it's really what comes in the middle that should be our source of encouragement. He begins the chapter by talking about all the bad that will come upon them circumstantially after he leaves. But he ends the chapter telling them even in the midst of their trials, they can be of good cheer. They can be encouraged. And it's the reason is because right after Jesus tells them the bad news of his going away and everything that's going to happen to them. He also reminds them of the promise of the Holy Spirit. He says in verse 6, because I've said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Verse 7, nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you. Verse 13, Howbeit when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of himself, but whatever he will hear, that will he speak, and he will show you things to come. He will glorify me, for he will receive of mine and will show it unto you. 
So bad news can be good news when in the midst of our bad circumstances, we find the strength, the comfort, and the encouragement we need, not from our circumstances, but from God's presence in our circumstances. You see, it's the presence of the Holy Spirit in the midst of difficulties that really makes the difference for the believer. Jesus calls the Holy Spirit here the comforter. The word comfort means to encourage, to strengthen, to help. And so the bottom line really um, for them and also for us is this, bad things may come into our lives as believers, but the Spirit's presence in our lives will not just sustain us. It will not just get us through, but the Holy Spirit's presence in our life um, is supposed to not just get us by, but to strengthen us to go through whatever may come our way. So bad news can be good news when the bad circumstances bring us into a greater awareness of God's presence in our life and bring us into a closer relationship with the Lord. You see, when Jesus left us, he didn't leave us as orphans. He didn't leave us comfortless. Jesus left us with the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit, who he said would never leave us. He would never forsake us. And it's every single day as a believer in Jesus Christ that through the Holy Spirit's indwelling presence that we are able to walk in victory in Christ, even in the midst of difficult circumstances. So maybe you're facing difficult circumstances today. Could be health circumstances, could be job circumstances, could be relationship circumstances, could be persecution circumstances. I don't know. But as a follower of Jesus Christ, don't get swallowed up by your circumstances, but be encouraged knowing that the Spirit of God indwells you and he's promised he'll never leave you or forsake you. So the word for today is this, don't look for encouragement from your circumstances, but look for it in your circumstances from the Spirit of God who indwells you today. Thank you for listening today to In the Word. Join us every Tuesday and Friday for new episodes as we continue our devotional journey through the New Testament.